We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome everybody to another edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizapia, and with me, with all of his color charts and markers and yellows and greens and reds, it's the one, the only, the interior decorator of fantasy sports, Todd Zola. Todd, what's happening? Um, good thing I'm not colorblind or I'd be like predicting bad pitchers to be good. That's right. Or, or I'm just saying, if you make a bad prediction, you can perce- see you've blown the cover now. Oh, yeah, there we go. Well, I have a color issue, and I just I looked at the wrong thing. But now now everyone's going to hold you accountable after that. that like they don't already? Uh, well, worse. Well, I guess you have one less out. That's the problem. And look, I don't know how many outs we're going to have tonight. We got right to the board here. Chris Sale, 11,700 at Kansas City. Obviously, heavy ownership in cash games. Not going to spend any time talking about Sale. After that, it's – Subject to interpretation. I think that's the nicest way I can put it. Subject to interpretation. So um, let's let's go down the line here. Let's, let's take them one at a time here. Irvin Santana at 9,000. Now, Irvin Santana has had a, an incredible season up until recently. Obviously, some of those numbers starting to come back to earth where they should be because some of them are way off the charts um, in the first six weeks or even two months of the season. Irvin Santana at home against the White Sox. What does the sheet say? What do the colors say? It's it's not. I mean, it's it's not a great night. This the strike up potential isn't huge. He's. I think it's fairly safe. He's not a bad cash game play, but I don't know what kind of upside there is there. You know what? On tonight's slate, because there a lot of times when there isn't a lot of strikeout upside elsewhere, you take the safety in the tournaments at a little bit less of a price. So, I guess he is a tournament pitcher too. I don't love him, but there's not a whole lot to love on this slate. All right, well, let's talk about strikeout upside. Let's talk about Michael Pineda against Parker Bridwell. Now, Pineda's been a guy that some nights is going to give you 50 points or 40 points, and other nights is going to give you three, and that's very frustrating. Obviously, that makes him kind of an X for cash games, but can you sustain a Michael Pineda tonight in a, in a tournament? Is that a guy with enough strikeout upside in that lineup 
without Mike Trout at home? Yeah, he's actually second on the board as far as uh, projected points go. So, yeah, he, he, he is a tournament play. I don't worry as, so much about home away. Uh, Yankee Stadium isn't a terrible park as far as runs as long as you don't give up homers. He's given up some homers. It's not quite as bad as – I mean, you mentioned the 50 points versus three. This year versus last year, there's a lot more 50s than threes. I know I'm being a little little hyperbolic there. But uh, he, the, 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 the skills are being supported a little bit better by the, by the service sets this year. Yeah, no, th- th- that's a tournament play uh, for sure. Is Gio Gonzalez the cash game pivot off sale today? If you're going to fade away from the top, you don't want to pay up for sale. Gio has been the – look, I, I almost want to slap myself in the face for saying this, but he's been the model of consistency for the most part here, especially over his last five games or so. You know, he's going around six innings every start, four quality starts in a row there. He's putting up 35 to 40-plus almost every outing. Now, he does have the Marlins, which there are nights where the Marlins can go off and offensively, but is – is he the safer guy if you're looking to save a little bit of money, have a little bit more exposure to, say, some of those big stacks in Colorado? Irvin, Irvin's safer. Geo's still, still a tournament play. Miami still isn't bad at home against uh, left-handed pitching. They do have a Zuner and Stanton. They do have some guys that can go yard there. So he is, he, he's a tournament play. This will strike out in the, in the Miami lineup too. So um, I, I, would, I, I, think, I think Irvin's a bit safer. He's, you know, the thing with Irvin, he's not as good – as his ERA, but the thing is, he's not a bad pitcher either. You know, people just because someone's going to regress doesn't mean they're going to regress to to junk. He's mm-hmm. looking to be good. How about Zach Greinke at eighty two hundred in Colorado? Mm. I know it sounds, you know, this price is I think fixed to sell, right? You know, at eighty two hundred, where you're looking at it, and the last, you know, three of the last four outings, he's only gone, you know, five and change. He has not gotten out of the sixth inning his last uh, three of the last four. And obviously there's concern because Colorado is Colorado, but knowing what you've seen out of Granky this year, for the most part is 8,200 enough to get you interested. Todd Zola. No, in this. I mean, Can I put you in a Zach Granky today? No. I, and that's what it is. That's a, that's a, you know, it's kind of like a Vegas price to, to make the money even on both sides. It's enough of a tease, but no, you know, I guess if I'm running on a bunch of lineups, I guess I put it out there just in case. But it's I'm not looking going. That's that's how I'm going to get rich. Okay. Well, look, there's one guy that I love tonight, and I know it's a risky play, but I don't care. 7,400, his last outing against Tampa, you struck out nine guys. The strikeout potential is there. I know the bust-out potential is there as well, but that's the whole point in tournament play, that you're looking for some sort of value and upside. And for to me, Francisco Liriano has that. I understand it's in Texas. I got that. But he's going against Nick Martinez, I think a very winnable matchup. I'm looking at Liriano and that potential there for the big night. And at 7,400, I think he is the most appealing because after him, uh, you know, I can understand if you want to roll the dice on a Mike Montgomery, but I'm a little concerned with his ability to pitch deeper into games. Not that Liriano is a joy, but I mean, just from a physical standpoint right now where he's at getting stretched out, literally getting back to mm-hmm. a six inning, seven inning Kai pitcher. Whereas Liriano, you know, we, we've seen, look, there's Liriano good and there's Liriano bad. We know that. Is Liriano 7,400 good enough tonight? You mean you don't want to go for Amir Garrett in Tampa? Yeah, no, mm, Liriano, I'm just <laughs> No, no. And I don't want to go Matt Stram either or Parker Bridwell <laughs> or any. I mean, it's, it's rough. It's, it is rough. And the injuries have made it worse. But, I mean, look, sometimes you get a good shuffle. Sometimes you don't. This right. is a shuffle that doesn't have a it's, – it's Chris Sale, Gio Gonzalez, 
And then are you willing to roll the dice on Greg or Liriano? That's how I look at it. But I'm curious, are you somebody that if you were doing multiple lineups in a tournament, if you're doing, you know, one of the multi entries, would Liriano be one of the guys you would put money in or put stock in? Uh, perhaps I, I, I don't think so. It's not jumping off the page. I see the, I see the alert, but, uh, I mean, a, few, a couple of the Texas better hitters, Mazzara, Odor are lefties, So that helps with Liriano a bit. I can see it. Uh, but I don't know. I've never, I've never, maybe it's cause I've never been able to get Liriano right. Perhaps. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, and, and that's the joy of Liriano, right? And and maybe if you've never gotten him right, that's exactly the reason why you should, because <laughs> we all know it's that time where you go, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Why couldn't I have gotten him that night? Because I, yeah. you know, I finally often that's classic Liriano yeah, there. Is, I mean, this is tough for me to maybe because I have a more conservative mind, but I'm trying to see the guy that does jump off the page for me as far as tournament play goes. And Man, years past, I'd be all over Matt Moore, but I just can't do that this year. And even you know, in Atlanta uh, against the, uh, the the Braves, I know they do better against right-handed pitching, but I can't. I just can't go there. And he's actually won a lot of people money in tournaments just because he does have that occasional eight-inning, you know, nine-strikeout game. I just don't see it though. No, I, I I don't disagree. It's it's a tough night, and and it's one where if you want to make a. a if you want to make up a lineup where you're talking just heavy offense, you're putting everything in offense, you're trying to just get a good enough pitcher, whatever the money you know revolves left, and that's I know Benny Ricciardi and I have talked about that a lot, where some nights that's just the best practice, where you go out there and you realize, hey, Colorado's in play tonight. Uh, you know, there's a couple other you know stacks and things like that we'll get to that are in play tonight, and you spend your money on offense, and then you take the good enough pitcher, and you try to compete that way. And, and then some nights that's very viable, especially if you do have a night where Sale's the only guy on the board and Sale doesn't have a good night, you know, which has happened at fair, uh, you know, recently more. Pineda at 89 is good enough for me, so I would probably do that with a Pineda as my guy and not try to get cute lower than the uh, 89 he has. Yeah, but Pineda, I, Gio, I, those guys, you know, that, that. And any of these other guys. Hmm. But um, that would probably, you know, you, you know, you look at Francis Martez, uh, if you could tell me he's going to go six and six and a third innings against Oakland, I'll grow. I'll go there, but I don't know that he's going to go more than five. You know, I mean, I know Mike Leak has pitched better this year than than people have expected, but that's another one where, you know, ERA is good and all that, but the strikeouts are usually pretty limited. Although he's been decent enough, I think. I think that's another one you can make a case for where, if you're just stacking the big bats, you're paying up for offense, you're going that route. And you say, okay, Mike Leak, I've got 8K left, and Mike Leak's going to be the guy. Or I got 8,100 left out. I can't afford Granky or that chance. So I'm going to go 800, 8,000 on Leak. To me, that that's also a way that you can compete tonight. Now, if that's going to win you a tournament, but it may hit a cash line. So let's go over to the catchers right now. You okay. got Gary Sanchez top of the board, Buster Posey 39, 36 respectively. Any appeal on these two guys tonight at the very top? You like Sanchez at home in Yankee Stadium tonight? Always do, but I'm not. You know, I, I don't know that I. I don't like paying up as that much money for it. But he does, you know, against Bridwell, he does check in as the highest point total projected point total for catchers on the board for me. I guess you know, with, usually with catchers, unless it's someone that just sticks out, I, I don't. I don't. I kind of wait, put him in a bit later, see if I can afford a top guy. I don't think I'm plugging Sanchez's and going and saying I'm not coming back to this. I mean, I may see if I can afford Sanchez, sort of thing. All right, who are some of the guys down there? Because if you float down to the 2,700 range, you do get some professional-type hitters. <laughs> you get Yadier Molina, Jonathan Lucroy, obviously guys who haven't had great seasons necessarily, but you do have at least some professional base of hitter there. 
Uh, Luke Roy had been a little better of late. Also, Yadier Molina. Look, you know, is the power limited on a guy like Yadier? Yeah, sure. But uh, the ability to get on bases has usually been pretty strong the last couple of years. And I think that's always a positive where, yeah, you might get three or six out of him, but you could also get a nice 18 night. I mean, he's got two home runs back-to-back games and just 2,700. I think Yadier uh, in Philadelphia would be a play that I actually feel pretty good about tonight. Yeah, he uh, called him over the weekend. He, oh, I didn't, I don't call, I didn't like, pick up the phone and call him. Yeah, you did. You called him. He said, Yachty, <laughs> Zola, stop. Yeah. yeah uh, your, stop. Uh, Can you pick things up a little bit? I got you in a couple seasons long. Nah, pick he, it up, he, will you, Yachty? I forget which one of the one of the Baltimore gas cans he was facing, but you know the weather was ideal in Baltimore this weekend for power, and it showed. So I, I did get lucky with, with calling Yachty on a, on, a, on a home run. But, no, he's he's in play. I don't know. Didn't, didn't we swear off LaCroix, or was that some other – Someone else I was talking to. Oh, it's very possible we, we could have. <laughs> and if you, not, we can swear him off already. That's I know fine. I swore at him. I don't know if you swore him off. Oh, well, you should have heard me about Buck Farmer yesterday. Forget it. I mean, my, my, oh, my Buck Farmer rant, that mother bucker. I've had, I've had a lot of Buck Farmer rage this past week after spending well, t- money on him. I did not. I tweeted. I tweeted last night on. Uh, I was going to say tweeted last night on Twitter, as if I tweeted somewhere else. But uh, you know, choosing. Yeah, choosing Buck Farmer was just another in a poor set of life decisions made this summer. But, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, you know, I don't mind Russell Martin. He, uh, the yeah. thing with thing with thing with both Martin and Molina, and not well, actually not Lacroix. Lacroix hitting down. You know, Martin's still hitting fifth. Molina's hitting fifth. Yeah. You do have that. Well, that's why I prefer Molina uh, yeah. to Lucroy in the first place is yeah. the spot in the lineup. Yeah, and Hellix and you know who lefty ready who cares? He's equally philanthropic to uh, to to giving up base hits. So I could I can sign off on either of those. Either of those All right, for sure. Before we move on, uh, your favorite Molina, Yadier, Jose, or Benji? Go ahead. I just, uh, I mean, you know, you uh, back in the day, I uh, worked with Jason Gray, who's now a scout for. The uh, the Rays and he would do our player profiles, and out of the he just he listed Oprah Molina and said you know the, the little known Molina brother, so that that you just reminded <laughs> me of that story, uh man you know how I I was just back you know I you know a, a big guy myself so I I kind of uh, gravitate towards Benji because I used to love him trying to used to love him trying to run out of ground ball he'd hustle but doesn't mean he was running. Right. He was running in place. <laughs> Looked like Fred, the old Fred Flintstone. Very much so. Very much trying to move the stone car. All right. Paul Goldschmidt's out of the board. 5300 at Colorado. That's a steep price for Paul Goldschmidt. I love Goldschmidt. Is that too much to entertain? Or is that actually in play tonight, considering the uh, crap fest that is the pitching slate? I guess it's in play, depending on, you know, there are some, I think, some nicer price for his baseman, which might actually mean. Well, I didn't ask you about them. I asked you I about know. Goldschmidt. Well, so. Well, I was about to. That's part of my argument for going for Goldschmidt. All right, paying up, paying up for Goldschmidt. There may there may be less uh, action on him just because there are some other. Uh, you know, this may. Hey, I'm going to pay down for my first baseman so I can pay up for other positions, which is go to you know bass backwards of what people usually do. <laughs> but um, yeah, I haven't. I I should have. You know, I know we get paid to do this. I didn't check the weather yet, so I mainly because it's in some of these games. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. Right. So I, I apologize. Well, also, it's it's pretty early right now, and I'm sure forecasts are still developing and changing. So that's on everybody. It didn't, that's didn't that's unwritten horrible. rules here. It didn't look horrible, though. Unwritten rules. Everybody has to go out there and make sure they're on the weather and this right. stuff. I think that I think if you're listening, you're already pretty smart. You got to do that. Let's talk about Anthony Rizzo, 4600, been hitting in the leadoff spot. You like this? You don't like this? I mean, it certainly seems to be clicking and getting him going a little bit, but. 
you know, and the RBI total is the thing that people were concerned about. I don't know if they've suffered necessarily because, you know, in the last five games, he's got six RBIs. So what's yeah, well, he also has some home runs. He also lost a home run, too. He did. And that, you, know, that, I, you know what made me angry about that game? They were wearing throwback uniforms. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should use replay during throwback. That's a good point. And it's That's not like really I didn't, and, and I'm not trying to get my home run back because it would have cashed me a little bit. Well, actually, it turned out that I, I wrote that when I wasn't cashing. I ended up cashing anyway. So it was kind of, I didn't want to say I wasted the joke, but I was like, shut up. You got money anyway. But um, I, I thought I'd be missing. I thought I'd be losing. I thought I'd be uh, sad that I lost that home run. All right. Let, let's talk about Cody Bellinger. 4K, going crazy, going bananas. Two home runs last night. Uh, He's got four home runs in his last five games. So tell me, Cody Bellinger against Robert Gazelman, I mean, that certainly seems like a a decent enough matchup with Gazelman's five-and-a-half ERA. Uh, I know they're swinging and missing there, but right now it's all all swing and hit. Bellinger, 4K, better investment tonight than Goldschmidt? I mean, Pure, you know, bang for the buck. I think it is. You know, we're talking chalkity chalk chalk, but sure. And I don't think you have to worry. Is he going to play? Is a late game? It's not going to rain in L.A. So I think I think there's you know there's chalk written all over that. But but sure. I mean, how can you? He, he looks comfortable at first base. That whole thing. I think he looks more comfortable at first than he did the outfield. Well, here's a here's a here's a pivot for you at the same exact price. Let's talk about Encarnacion for yeah. a second because I, there's guy. another guy for he's got three home runs his last five. He's he's going against Chris Tillman, whose ERA coming into uh, this start is eight. Yes, eight. Uh, and I'm looking at a guy who's been walking a ton. I mean. In the last couple of games, in the last five games, is another one where you look at the walks. He's got seven walks. And I always say this on the pod. I'm going to say it again. When guys are walking, they're taking good at-bats. They're seeing good pitches. They're hitting the ones that are good and laying off the ones that aren't. And that's a huge win, especially in daily fantasy, because these are guys who are putting up return on investment points and not making outs. And that's an important thing. And Encarnacion is locked in. So I can understand making a Bellinger lineup tonight and then subbing him out and in another lineup, going with Encarnacion and sliding him out as the as the changeover. Oh, absolutely. Um, he, he's my guy tonight against Tillman. I I just not a, even when Tillman's pitching well, I'm not a Tillman guy. So he he's he's the guy I'm looking at. So saying that's why I was mentioned before. Pay down a little bit and still get some quality. So Double E is my guy. Basically, he's doing what he thought he should be doing in, in Cleveland. It took a while to get. He'll slow down. But you know he's right now pacing to a season that you know a normal a normal Encarnacion season. All right. Now, as you mentioned, obviously there's other guys. As you continue to go down the board, I'm going to give you two right now to choose from. You got Matt Adams, Justin Smoke, both 3,500. Who has more appeal for you tonight? I know Adams is going against the lefty there, and it looks like weather could be an issue as well in Atlanta tonight. Uh, but it, the lefty is Matt Moore, so I don't know how much that scares me. <laughs> uh, it's it, uh, it's it's enough to it's enough. Is it enough? Doing- yeah, that okay. I'll go to Smoke on. Well, plus, I mean, Smoke and Martinez is a pretty good matchup, so I'll go there. All right, very good. Let's move on across the diamond over to third base right now. Top of the board there, obviously, Nolan Arenado, 4,900. Jake Lamb, 47. Now, looking at this for $200 of savings, uh, I, I don't see why anybody wouldn't want to. In fact, I'm surprised these aren't flip-flopped price-wise. Like, I'm surprised Lamb isn't more expensive than Arenado tonight, just considering he's right. Granky on the other side. I think that makes it a much harder decision to make. Uh, but if you got to choose between the two of these guys, which way would you go? I, I, I'd choose neither. I'm going to go to Miguel Sano. But- uh, fair enough. <laughs> hey, fair enough. 
Yeah, it's really it's, it's, Sano against Holland at forty three is mm-hmm. cheap, cheaper than both of them. Yeah, I actually I looked at the land price too and, and kind of did a double take. It's like he, he dropped money uh, going to Colorado against a, a, a well Marquez the ground ball. Well, he's a, he doesn't give up a lot of homers. I guess is the thing. So I guess of, of those two. Ah, uh, you see, Granky, Granky. I mean, I don't say like Kershaw. What they're doing is, you know, they're they're good, but giving up homers. But if, if what you're looking for is a home run, I don't mind Arenado against Granky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. There. Oh, let's talk about another guy who's been a lot of home runs this year. Let's talk about Travis Shaw, 3400, the lefty-righty matchup against Chad Cool. Yeah, and his five and a half ERA coming off a homer last night. Uh, another guy's been seeing the ball well. Now, look, Travis Shaw. It's still one of these guys. He's going to be a good, solid return or a zero. He does have a you know a problem with a foundation on a nightly basis, but I think that's something that you got to know what you're getting into with him. But I like him at 34. To me, that's what makes sense. Yeah, and you talked a little bit about foundation. I'm checking now. Uh, last time I checked, he had started a run, and usually, uh, especially if Cervelli's back there. Pittsburgh easy, is easy to run on. Yeah, he got another steal a couple nights ago. So whereas Shaw wasn't running this season, he's he's gotten, all, I think, all four of his steals in the last month. So actually he's got seven, but he's got four in the past month. So uh, I, I think he's beginning to run a little bit, which is what Milwaukee does. Adds a little bit. Adds a little bit to the uh, to the foundation. His 349 on base isn't terrible. So I think he's got a little bit higher floor than, me, than you may have hinted at. And at that price, at that at that money, at that at that cost, I think he's fine. Now, anybody else, when you go down there, if you're looking for a punt play, uh, uh, I know Chapman's going under some knee stuff. He had just come up, but he was 2K. But that's probably not going to be in play tonight. Is there anybody else at third base where you say, "Hey, good enough price, I can you know save a little money here and get a chap, uh, excuse me, get a Chris Sale in the lineup here." Because I'm looking at this grouping and I don't like the matchups. You know, you don't, you know, Mustaka's not in play tonight against uh, Sale. Uh, I don't know how much you like Jerko tonight at 28. Uh, that's one you got to, I think, think about a little bit. Uh, and, you know, I know Wilmer Flores is playing every day, but you prefer him uh, at times to be obviously against the lefty, not the righty. So is there any other third base play? Because really, I'm looking at these top guys who we mentioned, they're very, you know, the stars of the position. And outside of that, I, I don't love this grouping tonight. Maybe Kyle Seager. I mean, it all you know, isn't he yeah. a default? It, there's all, it's always maybe Kyle Seager. Um, eh, I was going to say Suarez. But that's another one. I know Zimmerman's been bad, but, you know, eh, I don't know. Zimmerman, the last three, you know, anecdotal, coincidence, coincidental, anecdotal, I don't know. But he went back to his slider grip that he used as a national. Mm-hmm. And he's been much better the past three years. Yes, you're right. But the thing is, it's 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 pretty much the same walk and strikeouts. He's just not giving up homers. So is that preventing the homers, or he just run into a three game set where he's not giving up home runs? I don't know. Well, um, I mean, Justin Turner is another one. That's, you know, again, same price in that general Sano you know, range, not you know quite as much. I'm not even sure if he's activated yet. But if if Trevor Plouffe happens to be in there playing first or DHing or something mm-hmm. against Amir Garrett in Tampa at twenty one hundred, that could be a is is I, I should, is he playing yet for uh, for Tampa? I don't know. I don't think we have the news yet on there. I don't think the lineups are out. But well, that is certainly when they could. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, I'm not sure. He, we don't know his role yet. Right. But, I don't know if he's actually going to be starting tonight in there. Are yeah, they going to throw so, him right out there right away? Right. So if he happens to be in there, uh, trying to get the lefty matchup, you know, and. Tampa does that. They do some platoons. Yeah. You could be, be your punt play. Yeah. Rendon would have been one that I was comfortable with also, but because of that neck issue, that's right. another one, a little banged right. up there. So that's, you know, now, now if you do find out Rendon is in the lineup tonight, your ownership's going to be real low. 
you know, so that's another one to keep in mind too. If you're looking for a little differentiator, that would certainly be one that would be a responsible one. All right, let's go to second base. Jose Altuve, top of the board, 42. Daniel Murphy, 4K in play as usual. Uh, you know, let's talk about Odor. You were mentioning him earlier at 3,700. Is that a little bit too much though? And with the Odor that we've seen, I know he's been better of late, but uh, you know, I think it's kind of tough here. You got a lefty lefty matchup. I'm not necessarily loving Odor tonight, 37. I think that's no, kind of strange pricing. There are some lefty lefty matchups that I'll play. That's not one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, 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 not so much, not into the Odor thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100% there. And you go down the line a little bit, too. You got Brian Dozier at 35 against Greg Holland. What's up which with that? I don't know. That's exactly – you know, you took the what's up with that right <laughs> out of my mouth because I look at that, too, and I'm saying to myself, hey, 35, you know, the same thing with Cano. You go down to Cano right, at 35. Those, those two guys, yeah. Yeah, there's a and, – and Cano's price has been 35 and under now for a couple weeks. And I get it. I get it. He hasn't been outstanding. He's had some good games mixed in with a lot of mediocrity. But I keep going back to that same thing, which is the the talent of the player versus the price. Well, let's talk about Castro, 34. There's another one who's been terrific at Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. since he's become a Yankee. Uh, to me, this is a very viable $3,400 yeah. investment. Yeah, I think it'll be a good night for the Yankees. And, you know, he'll get the production, the associated runs and RBIs, that sort of thing. He's been hitting fifth a lot, which is a good spot to be in that order. So, yeah, he, he, you know, Castro's won. Same price, 3400 Brennan Phillips and Matt Moore, I think it is also, uh, you know, don't look now, but Phillips is doing what he was doing, you know, five, six years ago, but n- with not quite as many home runs and sales. I mean, he was like a, a top fantasy player uh, a few years back because he, you know, the 300 with, I don't know, whatever. He was a 2020 guy. He's not 2020. He's like 12, 12, mm-hmm. but on a, on a, on a per game basis, that's pretty useful. So I could see, I can see Phillips and Matt Moore too. All right. Over at shortstop, Trey Turner, 44, Correa, 42, Owings, 38, Corey Seager, 38. Uh, we've talked a lot about Corey Seager last week. Uh, I think we're going to keep talking about him against Gazelman. In fact, Seager, Turner, all these guys, Bellinger, the Dodgers to me very much in play in this stack because I don't feel good about Gazelman at all. No, absolutely. Um, you know, Dodgers isn't a team that often gets stacked, but if you're going to, you know, abs- ab- mainly because people are afraid of the the nighttime lineup thing, but you know these guys are going to be in there. There's no right. worries. Yeah. No, no concerns at all about those guys. As we go down the shortstop trail, it's rough. It's kind of, it's. I would say maybe even rougher than third base was because at least we had a couple of those mid range names, yeah. but I don't see a lot of them. Which means it's a night where you're going to have to build that in because sometimes you get those mid-range guys with good matchups you can handle. Is there anybody that I'm missing? Because I'm looking at this grouping and, you know, if you want to make the yeah, case, if you're on the know. other end of the Liriano train that I am, Elvis Andrews, I can understand. No, I get a couple. <clears throat> excuse me, get a couple. Dansby Swanson against Matt Moore. I know he's at the bottom of the order, but we're ta- if we're talking tournament play, that's in play. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's low-hanging fruit, but I'll still, you know, I, as much as I like Julio Tehran, I don't like him facing lefties. So Brandon Crawford against Tehran isn't a terrible play. How about Diaz? That's another guy over in St. Louis for 3000 I think you might be able to get away with him tonight against Helix. And that, that's a, maybe it's more of a dart throw, but that is a guy that has a little bit of skill set. So yeah. uh, to me, I'm, I'm good with paying 38 Give me the guy that I believe in. Give me the guy that I want, yeah, no, that's fine. And, and I think that I'm good. All right, baseball is here. Don't get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. So go to fanduel.com 
slash rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. And users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's fanduel.com slash rotowire. Let's head over to the outfielders right now. Obviously, we got some big prices out there. Charlie Blackman, 5K. Bryce Harper, 47. Judge, 47. Uh, we've got George Springer, 42. But let's talk about these very top-range guys. Any of these big investment ones kind of pop out to you like they might be worth it tonight? Uh, well, I think this is a slate where you could probably work in one of the top guys. I think you know, Harper, you know, showed, you know, he had a, took a lefty deep over the, you know, he, he can take anybody deep. I know Volko doesn't give up the homers, which so you may be getting Harper at a little bit of a discount because it's in Miami. I can see that in the tournament play. Uh, man, you know, Judge, you know, you, you're there. I think I'm there. I've seen it. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. Yeah, and it's not it. stopping. I keep waiting for it to stop, and it just yeah. hasn't yet. Yeah, I don't know which direction your place is compared to where he, you know, where he hits the ball, but you know, you're probably worried about a window breaking at some point. Uh, always in play. So yeah, I could I could see paying up for you know Blackman. You know, I, I guess uh, don't love it against Grinky, but I, I could if you really it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a multi lineup tournament play. I think, but it, it, he doesn't. He, it's not because he. It's not because I project him to score a ton of points. All right, let's talk about two guys who are priced right the same. They're teammates. It's Marcelo Zuna and Giancarlo Stanton, both a 4K against Gio tonight. Now, I know I talked about. Oh, excuse me, Stanton, a hundred dollars less, thirty nine. I know I talked about Gio being in play, but again, if you're looking against Gio and you're not a big Gio Gonzalez fan, either of these two guys, and if so, which one would you prefer? Uh, I think, I think, actually, I, I kind of like it as a mini stack if you're going to stack against Gio, to be honest with you, that would be a, if I were putting a few different lineups, I would have, I may actually have a, you know, I may actually do a hedge. I may have Gio in one lineup and, and hedge against, hedge, hedge against him in another. I guess it, I mean, because it's so cheap, if you're going for the tournament, you got to go for Stanton at that price. But, um, I mean, there's still some other, there's still some other pretty decent options in that range. But of those two, I'll take Stanton for tournaments. I think you have to. All right, how about J.D. Martinez at 3,700 yeah. against wow. the lefty, Ariel Miranda? I know last Not couple games – yeah. Well, and look, last couple games have been a little quiet for J.D., but that's perfect in my opinion because the price has gone down a little bit more and certainly, uh, you know, one would say in play. Uh, another guy it's, – it's a guy that I don't like as a player, you know, just from a fantasy perspective because of the streaks. But at a certain point, I do have to say Jay Bruce. And I have to say Jay Bruce because I'm looking at what he's done and you look at what he continues to do and he's got 19 home runs and 48 RBI and he's going against McCarthy tonight, which I think is a very viable situation there. And 37, I got to say, I think a pretty good return if you're looking for a home run. I mean, I just feel like he is at this point. I know it's in LA and all, but Bruce has hit everywhere and everything and maybe it's, maybe it's the contract year exposure and that's what you want. But I mean, right now it's, it's hard to argue against him. Yeah, no, he, I think you know, he is. He, you know, the old, he is what he is. So that's smart. Yeah, the thing you know, the thing with McCarthy too is you know he's not going to go nine. So you'll see some bullpen bullpen arms, the quality of which will depend upon, uh, you know, the point of the game or whatever. So I I, I think that's in play. The other guy at the same price, thirty seven hundred. I think Steven Sousa. And actually, I thought that's where you were going when you started to do that. I don't like him very much. Yeah, in the streaks, I thought you were going to say Steven Sousa Jr. No, but, uh, <laughs> he's another one you could throw in there, though, too. Yeah, that's I mean, so that's, that's the other guy I get against Amir Garrett in Tampa. Uh, Sousa's hitting righties, too. You know, Garrett maybe not be long for that game. So uh, another guy I could see using for sure is Sousa Jr. Yeah, uh, I agree with you 100%. As you continue to look down this outfielder patch, who are some of the guys that are showing up on the highlight in the uh, in the green category for you tonight? Yeah, not, a, not a ton. Of, well, 
I, you know, if you want to go to the go to the um, Carlos Gomez route against Lariano, if you're not using Lariano, it's kind of a question mark. The, the price is kind of it's where Gomez should be priced, but is he is he actually playing that well? Sort of thing. So that would be kind of a sort of a risky endeavor. Actually, you know, you talked about um, a couple of the other guys uh, Mets against McCarthy. I hate to use the word reverse splits, but I think Cespedes has shown us at this point that he uh, he doesn't mind when a righty's in the box. This is I, don't mind, I don't mind Cespedes against McCarthy. And it's kind of lock and load, you know, Cespedes against a righty in that park. Uh, you know, Cespedes against Josh Tomlin. Uh, you know, home run, if you're looking for the home run, is always in play. What about Cameron Mabin in play uh, in terms of stolen bases and in terms of speed? Because this is one that... You know, I, I don't know if we could say Gary Sanchez the, is, you know, a guy that people are afraid to run on, but Michael Pineda has also been one of these guys historically. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you let a guy on base, he, you know, he could struggle from time to time and it, with the control and figuring out what to do. And next thing you know, that guy who gets on first ends up on third, ends up on scoring. So look at a guy like Maven, I think at 3,600, that's another pretty decent investment of a yeah. guy who has been pretty darn good lately since he's taken over that role. Yeah, and he's going he's to play. I mean, there's a little bit of question as for, you know, who's, who's playing now that everybody's back and being healthy, but there isn't a question about maybe and he'll be in there. No, I do like that play, and I, I do think there's some – it's not so much – you can say it's not so much running on Sanchez, it's more running on Pineda. So I can see that. That's, you know, to me, that's even a that, – that's, that's not a bad cash play, actually, which is uh, – which means I like. No, I definitely think he's a great cash play. I agree with you 100%. The floor, <clears throat> the foundation there has been terrific right. for Maben. You know, since he's been off the DL, too, if you're trying to get a little differentiation and you don't want Bellinger in that grouping of Dodgers, mm-hmm. what about Jock Peterson at 32 against Gazelman tonight? The lefty righty matchup. Jock's been hitting the ball pretty darn well since he's been back, also taking a lot of walks, un Jock like necessarily, uh, in terms of, you know, what, what we've seen at times from him. So it looks like Peterson at 32 could even be in play. Absolutely. Um, I think we mentioned, you know, Dodger, Dodger stack a couple of times and, you know, it's sort of, I don't say implied, but it's, it's sort of, you know, that, that he'd be, he'd definitely be part of a Dodger stack. So I think for sure, I think that's, uh, uh, another way to go. And the last guy, it's a tournament play. He needs the home run to return value, but at 2,900, I'll take the risk. It's Hunter Renfro at 2,900. The power's there. He's going against Montgomery plus Montgomery, probably not long for that game. You'll probably get into a little middle relief there before not too long. So I would certainly put that one on yeah. the table as well. Yeah, or you know, you know, kind of like the same Seth Smith lock and load against a righty, uh, Lonnie Chisenhall against Chris Tillman at 27K. It's- yeah. Agreed. All right, everybody can follow him on Twitter at Todd Zola. You can follow me at Joe Pizapia17. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.